0: Hi everyone, welcome to Injected Podcast, where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. Hiya.
1: Hey everyone.
0: How is everyone? Hi, I'm... Oh yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm okay. Good. <laughs> yeah, so I am Alexandra. I'm Diana. So, yeah. Um, oh, sorry. I'm just and everything over um, <laughs> yeah so um, how's your how's your week been how's everything
1: been going just the same literally like it snowed here um, but I didn't really do anything in the snow I feel like I'm past that age now like it's I, I yeah. don't like coldness like I really I can't have be children. bothered with the snow
0: yeah like <laughs> it's just like, annoying I actually yeah I actually can't be bothered with the snow anymore I'm just like uh-huh. but like we've had quite a bit of snow like we don't have snow at the moment but the amount of times we've had snow and I've literally done nothing, so yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm over it. Um mm. Yeah, but was yours I mean, did you hear apparently we're gonna be out of lockdown. Yeah. March eighth, <laughs> apparently.
1: What do you think of that? Do you think is the right timing?
0: Um, I don't know. I feel like they I feel like they can't really keep you know like with the last lockdown like i feel like they can't keep us locked down as long if you get what i mean and yeah it's getting to like the three month mark now Mm -hmm. you know if we count because literally lockdown realistically did start in december so it's getting to the three month mark now so it's Mm -hmm. kind of like they can't really keep us locked down for any longer um so, yeah. yeah, and as well, we don't even know how they're going to open back up the country because it yeah. might just be in the tears. So we probably might still be in lockdown, locked down. True, but,
1: true. But it's yeah. just a bit confusing because like we just don't know if we're going to end up in another lockdown in like three months again. <laughs> and that the idea of that. Yeah, I know. Just. Disgust me like I, I cannot go for another yeah. year of jumping in jumping out jumping in jumping out like I'm done like if yeah, that happens I again I might literally move abroad for like the rest <laughs> the rest of the lockdown period because it's too much yeah, like it's stressful
0: moving abroad that would be inconsiderate Diana. come on now I know but <laughs> it's getting to that stage <laughs> you, you need to be look you cannot be going to Dubai and riding on camels that would be inconsiderate
1: <laughs> to be honest be kind remember <laughs> Yeah, but I'm considering it. I understand where she's coming from now. You're going to cut some slack. Yeah. As long
0: as Holly Willoughby doesn't come on your back, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> no, she won't, oh, she gosh. won't. Oh, gosh. Yeah, she won't, she won't, because you're going to be kind, so yeah, it's exactly.
1: fine. exactly. <laughs> I am going to be kind. But um, I wonder, I was saying to you yesterday, like, are dates now going to be park dates? Like, Are they going to be picnic dates? Is that is that the new thing for the next few months?
0: Anyone who is still <laughs> crying with this dating business right now <laughs> <laughs> so That's all I've got to say to that like I'm sorry I know, I know. you guys have brought it on yourself if you get asked for park dates that's that's on you <laughs> I agree like- I don't know literally I'm sorry like we c- you can't even complain what what else are they meant to ask you to do so like I'm sorry. It's too much um, isn't any of it? you lot that are still trying to seriously date in these lockdown periods just um good for you um, <laughs> and that's all I've got to
1: say <laughs> I just think it's, it's too messy like first of all it's still cold it's not park weather like it is. it's not my park weather at least like, I will not be sitting on <laughs> a wet grass like I will not be doing that for like I don't know for anyone but um yeah like who Who actually has the energy I guess it was Valentine's Day yesterday But right now When it comes to like New things Who has the energy to like Try and make something work When you can't do anything Except go to someone's house Or go to someone's car Yeah Ew (laughs) It's not what I do But I've heard that's what people do
0: Oh Okay Okay Well you know Times are hard isn't it Mm. (laughs) (laughs) you you gotta do what you gotta do (laughs) no one's judging (laughs) oh gosh no I can't imagine Mm -hmm. park dates Mm. not for me I feel like I would go I would go to the park if I knew someone a bit better and it would be cute like Mm -hmm. just as something to do when it's hot in the hot weather Um, but you better like kind of yeah I feel like I feel like I would put on a park date. I feel like that would be okay for me to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> with who? What with a guy?
0: With a guy. If I if there was a guy that I mm. had and I would be like, Oh, let's go to the park like obviously this is after we've he's spoiled me a bit, like on a few dates of course, <laughs> you know. And then I'll be like, Oh yeah, I wanna be nice. Actually, I'll make a picnic.
1: Oh and we'll go
0: the will sit in the park. I think I would do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would do that. But, but you wouldn't um, want it planned for you? No, thank you. Because, like, what are they going to plan? Like, I are they going to... Deliveroo to the can park. I, can I... <laughs> I guess I wouldn't mind that. But still, it's like... But then did you bring any blankets for us to sit on? No, they wouldn't. They they definitely wouldn't. Then this is the thing. This is why I might as well plan it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> why would I leave that to them when they can take me somewhere? <laughs> It's true. I just yeah. yeah I, I, I'm not about that. Like, especially imagine a first date in a park, like on the floor with like I can't imagine it. A sandwich no. with like cling film.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I don't know if you guys know, but I oh yeah <laughs> hate sandwiches. I that hate just, them.
1: That's so strange. Because what is not to like? Like, it's not my favorite thing, but it's just like bread. You said what is not to like. Yeah, what's What not is to there like? to like? <laughs> what is there to like about a sandwich? <laughs> Do you like bread? Not really. Oh, not even like tiger like bread Like, I'll or eat toast. Sourdough. You don't eat toast? Uh,
0: mm. I like, I will eat toast. hmm. But, like, it's like the most bog standard of foods.
1: It what don't about, like, the like topping not, avocado. On
0: on bread? Yeah. What, on toast? Mm hmm. <laughs> what about it
1: do you not like it like I love avocado on toast that's the most basic thing I don't mind it I do like it
0: I don't mind it it's just like whatever
1: yeah topping on toast (laughs) no bread at the picnic (laughs) then
0: (laughs) no thank you unless it's like fancy bread and there's gonna be like a main course like Mm. that's the starter then okay but I don't really like just I don't really like just like dry breads like that's why you would put I do that? It? Or like Yeah I know but dry
1: bread and dry bread and butter.
0: Like i <laughs> I'm not really about you. <laughs>
1: what did you have then, like, at, at lunchtime at school instead of a sandwich? I used to have hot dinners. Oh
0: right. Mm. And when I was on sandwiches, because I didn't like sandwiches when I was young, so I've been able to eat sandwiches now, but mm. when I was little I would not eat sandwiches. So literally like the times when I would beg for a packed lunch because no one was on hot dinners. So I used to be sitting by myself basically (laughs) and all my friends were on packed lunches. So um, at that time... I, I never had sandwiches in my lunchbox mm. like my mum put together kind of other bits and bobs and mm-hmm. like snacks for me which I was fine with and then but then like some of the other kids told on the told on me like told on the <laughs> dinner ladies saying oh she doesn't have any sandwiches she's not actually eating blah 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 and it was just like I was eating like I had snacks but then they would I don't know why was everyone in my business yeah, like why were so they snitching rude. like yeah. what my mum puts in my lunchbox has got nothing to do with them you know like it's got nothing to do with them but I really like to police children's lunchboxes
1: yeah it's like, very
0: nosy isn't it Like, yeah and remember like at school time when you weren't allowed to sit with the hot dinners
1: yeah I don't, so what annoying. was that about yeah. I, I find school so annoying like m- most of these silly rules like you've got to ask to get a drink you've got to ask to go to the toilet yeah. you've got to ask yes. to like sit it's with the your friends
0: yeah. the toilet thing it's actually like I've grown up now, and it's and it's like the toilet thing is actually barbaric, <laughs> because I'm sorry. Why do children have to ask to go to the toilet for teachers to be able to say no? Yeah, that's gross. And say wait. And actually, what what is also barbaric is that you're alone. You're only allowed to go to the toilet at two times a day. Really expected. You're only allowed to go to the toilet at break time and lunch time. Mm. That's twice in a day. Because we can't we can't count before school starts because you've just come from home yeah mm-hmm. and we can't count after school because that's just not fair so literally people are only allowed to go to the toilet twice a day and I you know what I actually used to do that there was some day at times in the day when I wouldn't go to the toilet at all because I didn't want to go in there
1: Aww. and it was
0: effort but do you know how but do you know how unhealthy that is yeah, that is a so really bad. unhealthy mindset the fact that you lot are policing kids and telling them that they can't just go to the toilet mm. In a lesson, because you're in the middle of the lesson, and it's disrupting yeah. the lesson. Shut up! Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Like first, you encourage children to bring water bottles to school, you know, because <laughs> like and you know, remember when that rule came in? Oh, you're allowed to now to bring a water bottle to school. Remember <laughs> yeah, when that started? I do remember that. Like, how mad is that? Before that, we only had a no. no I only had a, a cup of water at break time because oh remember remember milk time in yeah, primary school yeah yeah so we, we were only allowed milk time during school time That's and at so lunchtime we'd have a drink do you know how do you know how Ugh. crazy that is we you weren't allowed have...
1: to drink like all these dehydrated children. The most disgusting not? thing is those those water fountains outside in the playground that were like rusty, and everyone would like have their lips Ugh. around the little tap bit. Ew. Why was that allowed? Like, did you have one of those? We never we had, had that few? in primary school. Oh, it's not just in my school.
0: area then. It just uh, those there water fountains in secondary school, and then they all got replaced so you could fill up to like water filter so you could fill up your bowl. Yeah, oh
1: lucky. Instead,
0: so and I used to always have like I used to always have a bottle. So I was that kid who had grapes at break time <laughs> and a. <laughs> and a water and a water bottle like um Mm. Yeah, but do
1: do you know how crazy that is? Like they let us just be dehydrated. Yeah, and you know as well, like one thing that I learnt from my doctors, because you know I said in the last episode I used to get UTIs quite a lot, and I, I went mm. to my doctor and I had my kidneys checked because I was like, what the hell's going on? And apparently, like one of my problems was that I used to hold You're it not in. Not drinking my in the water. Well, no. Yeah. Not. I used to hold it in and I didn't used to yeah. let it out because I've just been told for my whole life, oh like hold it in if there's not a toilet around yeah. just hold it in holding it in is healthy but it's not healthy like it's really bad yeah. for your kidneys because that's
0: how that's how you, that's like um, another way UTI, UTIs are affected because like I, I had a UTI once mm. and it, I think it was because I just wasn't going to the toilet because yeah. and, I, I, and that was at uni but literally I wouldn't go to the toilet at uni and I'd oh wait until, and I used to stay at uni as well all day. So I used to stay like from nine, 8, I would have lectures from 9am and I'll stay there yeah. all day until like five or six oh and whatever. God. And I just, I just didn't want to go to the toilet there. I just never used to go to the toilet. And then my mom told me off. She was like, you need to be, you need to be going to the toilet. Don't, yeah. don't be holding it in. Make sure you're drinking water and go to the toilet. But do you know, how? that's just, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's so unhealthy. unhealthy. <laughs> it's really bad nah. I feel, really feel like these schools are just like, I don't know why they're, they're, they've they been trying to run schools like prisons
1: mm-hmm.
0: I don't so really understand it.
1: and as well like yeah. at lunch times they used to only allow certain year groups in my school in certain areas so like this part of the, the play- playground uh, was for the old kids, this is for the young kids we weren't allowed to, I didn't really want to interact with year sevens anyway but like we weren't even allowed to really cross paths, I just found, found yeah. that really strange, like what
0: what's
1: the yeah. issue <laughs> so yeah. weird.
0: it is weird it is so weird oh. how did they do this
1: they can do that but they what? can't teach black history or they can't they can't teach things that people need they, they just um, yeah. yeah treat us like we're little prisoners <laughs> <laughs> literally
0: wow wow nah that's madness anyway yeah Onto the topics, yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> Sorry, Justin <laughs> Timber, Timberlake. Okay, yeah, Justin Timberlake. Um, yeah, so Justin Timberlake's recently apologized. Actually, I didn't. I saw the apology,
1: but I've forgotten what it. he
0: said. Just I read it, shit. but I've forgotten what it was. <laughs> it was. It was very like
1: said. you can tell it was written by his PR team. It's very like yeah. If you if you were. If you don't really care about apologies that much, and you saw that you'd you'd probably accept it, and you'd be like, "Oh, that's that's a good apology. Well done. That's a good response." But But it's just
0: weird. Why is he apologizing now? It's just such a random time. Like, look at the bigger picture. And when it was Black Square Summer as we're now going to refer to it as. Instead of girl summer, black square summer. Black square summer, yeah. When it was black girl, black square, black girl, black square summer, <laughs> um, that's when most people's apologies came out. So why is his apology like seven months later?
1: Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't, it is, doesn't really,
0: if, is it even seven? It's probably longer, but it doesn't ages. really make sense. And obviously, and his apology involve two people as well so obviously it's not really relevant yeah. to to black squares but mm-hmm. it's still like him being like an avid um culture vulture yeah you know <laughs> like it's just a bit like why, why now and is it only mm-hmm. now because because the thing is that i saw that he apologized after i heard that britney britney's dad lost uh, lost the case to own yeah. the rights of her anymore yeah. or something and yeah. um, it's like oh and then I saw that Justin Tim Blake had apologised and it was like so mm-hmm. he has his apology come out because of that
1: yeah I think basically what's happened is um, there's a documentary that's just come out called Framing Brittany and um, it's basically about how her dad um, has been since she had her breakdown her dad has been mm-hmm. like the guardian for her so he's been looking after all of her finances um, and she has oh, okay. no control over it. um he he has all control. and um she's he's basically had this control for like thirteen years now. and oh, wow. um, the the documentary looks at that as well as how the media um basically was just so misogynistic and so like predatory mm-hmm. towards her when she was a teenager. Like there was so much conversation mm-hmm. around her, like whether she's a virgin or not when she was a child, like the, oh the media's gosh. fucked up. Um, yeah, so because didn't she come out when she was like 15, 16? Yeah. Or She younger. was part of that group. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's some American thing. Mean, she was part thing. of a group? N- not not a group, but it's like a kid's show with like her, Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling. Have you ever seen those videos? Christina Aguilera. Yeah. I don't think it was a group. No. I think it was like a TV show. You know, like Barney, they used to have like barney the dinosaur they used to have little kids yeah like that like that yeah. kind of vibe i think i don't really know but um, oh, okay when she was like really young then yeah yeah so she's oh. she's been known like since she was like a ch- like baby yeah like, like she's very small. child star yeah um and yeah it looks at how justin timberlake also fed into um all of that kind of stuff so how he once they broke up they were in they were in a relationship and then they broke up and he um mm-hmm wrote his like first album and his first singles about her and he'd he'd talk in the media about taking her virginity and he'd um, uh? yeah like he'd he'd go up to interviews and talk about like having sex with her and stuff which is just so weird what the hell I know um, but yeah that's he, disgusting he just wasn't nice like he made things worse yeah. he added fuel to the fire and, well um, obviously because as a woman in the
0: industry mm. and you've got your ex-boyfriend just chatting about your sex life what the hell that just yeah. damages that's just going to damage the woman's career that, exactly that, that's it. exactly like,
1: it uplifted his career
0: is, of course him being you know a man
1: mm-hmm. being
0: able to just be like oh yeah look what i did exactly right, so gross. right. okay
1: um but yeah, so he he started spreading rumors of, as well, insinuating that Britney had cheated on him. So that that just yeah. made things worse Cause as that, well. That's um, that's like the premise of Crimea River, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. That that song was about her as well, apparently. Um, wow. Well. Yeah, he's just he's kind of like fucked up, like her her. Well, he was part of like the reason why she had a breakdown. I'm just guessing because the media well, just yeah, were going for her all a the lot. time, and he was he wasn't really helping. Like, and apparently, four years on after they um broke up, he was still talking about her and like writing songs about her and stuff. So she basically helped build his heck? his career. <laughs> yeah, basically.
0: <laughs> it's basically. so weird. As um, um, a lot of women are behind a bit, or a be- lot, <laughs> a lot of women are behind a lot of these men's careers.
1: Yeah, as- isn't it?
0: You know, we do find out afterwards, you know. Yeah,
1: like yeah. It's so true, because, like, even, like, music videos, men need women in their music videos for them to be good. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> exactly. there's not many videos where it's just men on their own, you know, like, enjoying enjoying themselves. <laughs> They're just, like, there's always a woman. <laughs> but, literally, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, but, yeah, so there's that, that he, he apologised mm-hmm. for that. Um... And then he apologised for um, Janet Jackson when at the Super Bowl, he pulled her boob out of her (laughs) top.
0: So, okay, I did not realise that. I just know that um, with the Super Bowl thing, I just thought Janet Jackson had a wardrobe malfunction that's what i Mm. thought it was i did not know that justin timberlake pulled her boob out what the hell i I don't know if it was intentional or not but he his hand was no it's intentional no no i'm sorry i'm sorry (laughs) if someone if someone's hand goes to your chest goes to your neckline and Mm. tugs it down it's intentional yeah it is because in no in no way so say if they're doing like a dance move combo that hands need to be flying to chess Mm do you know what i mean unless they're doing you know like you know like step um what is it step up yeah 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 step ups the dance movie and they're doing yeah, like chest I was thinking pumps. that but, Pop but they'll be doing that on themselves and when they're doing it like that their hands still need to be away from the chest when they're going like the, yeah. the pumping like i'm sorry that you guys can't see me because i'm doing it <laughs> you wish you could <laughs> i'm like i'm doing it but it's just like even then the, the hands don't grab onto chest because that kind of takes yeah. away from the effect
1: yeah
0: <laughs> so, exactly um, and, you know, and this was a long before step up with the crumping and the chest pumps <laughs> and whatever. So, you know, like, maybe yeah. Stomp the Yards Day. But
1: that, stomp that's the yard probably. Might have been out it, then. But it's still. actually problematic, isn't it? If you think about it, because if he did do that on purpose, that's sexual assault. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And, like, you no, know
0: what? Just what is this mad, yeah, is that because of this whole incident, this was the birth of YouTube. Like, I don't know oh, if you yeah. guys know... <laughs>
1: because
0: mad. I don't know if you guys know that um, the person who found who like founded YouTube who thought of YouTube was like it's because he couldn't find a video of the Michael Jackson wardrobe Michael Jackson Janet Jackson wardrobe <laughs> malfunction at the Super Bowl he just couldn't find a video on the internet he was searching on the internet and couldn't find it so he started YouTube so everyone could post videos on there so he could find find the Janet Jackson that the is Janet crazy. Jackson wardrobe malfunction and it's That's just like mad it is like i i feel like i get it in the sense of, you know, like when, when you hear something happens, so you want to see it. Mm. Like it was that kind of hype. But yeah. because with with media back then, it was all in magazines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he just wanted to see the video of it happening. Like yeah. everything's getting recorded. So why can't we see a video, which makes sense? Mm-hmm. And then he thought, yeah, YouTube. And then I'll be able to find the yeah. video that I'm looking for, you know? Cause it's yeah. like the same thing. It's like similar things was like, remember when Madonna, like her, her cave got Madonna. pulled back. <laughs> actually I know it was so funny because I was watching that live
1: yes and was I, was just live. Like, was I watched as well. it
0: live I don't even know why I was watching it but I watched it live and I was like oh my god oh my oh. god she just she just got dragged by her cape and oh like this god. is why in the Incredibles um what's her name <laughs> what was her name oh this is why in the Incredibles yeah Edna Mode said no capes yeah <laughs> because <laughs> they're too problematic you can just get snagged anyhow oh my god But no, clearly madonna hadn't seen the incredibles to, to know that <laughs> but no but what it was they were meant to be pulling the cape off and she hadn't undone the clasp or something <gasps> <laughs> and then she got dragged when the
1: dancers dragged her off stage oh my god sorry so bad so bad do you think they lost but, their job um, after doing that
0: no it wasn't their fault she was yeah, meant to undo the clasp she did it on the they wrong timing. She down. should have. She should have gone to the practice, and then she would have got it right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she exactly. should have. She should have done the dress rehearsal so she could get it right. So I don't think that was their problem. That was her problem. Yeah. Um, and you can't go blaming people just because you just can't do your own job right. You know.
1: Yeah, it's true. Um, but <laughs> with this, basically, I think the week after was the Grammys mm-hmm. after this Super Bowl performance and um Janet Jackson was banned from attending and she was supposed to perform and she was banned from performing banned? yeah because of this incident because of this incident yeah, yeah but this incident wasn't her problem exactly but that's, that's not, how that's it was not framed nice. like it's always like that isn't it it's always the woman's the woman's fault but um yeah, yeah so I just I just don't
0: understand why Justin Timberlake Pulled out her breast. See, this is a thing, mm-hmm. and the way f- information is filtered down is the fact that I didn't even realize it was Justin Timberlake who pulled out her breast. I thought it yeah. was a wardrobe malfunction.
1: <laughs> it's true,
0: because I thought it the was fact that, that like I initially, yeah, I didn't even know that Justin Timberlake was involved. So, like when it yeah. was like people saying, "Oh, Justin Timberlake should pro- apologize to just to Janet Jackson," I didn't know. I thought it was f- for someone else, plagiarising Rise and Dance moves or something. I don't know, no, but no. like. She pulled stuff. out her breast. He pulled out her breast on stage.
1: What? What the yeah. fuck? That would not have been practiced. It's just the way that the the media protects men as well. It's like, yeah, it's, it's so strange. But he he got to go to the Grammys and he got to perform at the Grammys as well. But she was banned. Like she was banned from the Grammys. Yeah. What the hell?
0: It's so bad. for him pulling out her breast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is just madness. It's madness. <laughs> it's no. Just,
1: it leaves you speechless, doesn't it? Because how, how was that allowed? How, how was that allowed at all?
0: Um, but, like, I saw on Twitter, so um, where, yeah, so I had seen on Twitter, um, sorry, I'm just trying to find it. That's all right. Because so, I'd seen on Twitter where Justin Timberlake, um, where no, someone asked Justin Timberlake, Well, are you going to apologize for XYZ? <gasps> yes. Yeah, yeah, um, let's this see if it
1: five was five years ago, out. wasn't it?
0: Yeah, five years ago, and he said, and he called you, he, he said, Oh, you sweet soul, I still can't <laughs> find the tweet to read it. Sweet I'm, soul. Still looking, I'm still looking for the tweet to read it, I can't find it. I don't know if I, um,
1: he was patronising, though, wasn't he? Like, he, yeah. he didn't want to apologise. And this was only five years ago. It wasn't like it was back in 2004. Like, this was five exactly. years
0: ago. It's like... Exactly. This is so true. And um, I'm just looking in all the wrong places.
1: And five years ago was 2016, so Black Lives Matter movement was created. Like, it wasn't yeah. like there was no social commentary on, you know, like, race-related things. Exactly, um, It's not like it was,
0: um, okay, I found it. So (laughs) the tweet goes, so this is Ernest Owens. He he said, I asked Justin Timberlake five years ago on Twitter if he would apologize to Janet Jackson. He called Mm. me a sweet soul instead. For for those saying he made mistakes nearly 20 years ago, think again. He knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Basically, and what just the tweet that Justin Timberlake said was, um, so basically it was um, Ernest Owens five years ago, tweeted, so does this mean you're going to stop appropriating our music and culture Uh and apologise to Janet too? Hashtag BET Awards. To which Justin Timberlake replied, oh, you sweet soul. The more you realise that we are the same, the more we can have a conversation. Bye. Full stop.
1: So, (laughs) and it's just like,
0: that is just, that's so dismissive. What, what who are you talking about, sweet soul? And like, that basically, that tweet was Basically, all lives matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're
1: all the same. That tweet was
0: someone tweeted Black Lives Matter, and he responded All Lives Matter. <laughs> that's yeah. what that, that's what those tweets are.
1: Asshole. But um, yeah, in but he's apologising today. Yeah, in his apology, it basically says like I acknowledge that I have privilege. I need to be vocal, um, and just stuff like that. Like him basically saying mm. sorry. I apologise to Janet and to Brittany. But at the same time, it doesn't say what you're apologizing for. It's just—it just seems so. Because this late. is why
0: his apology doesn't stay in my head. Because it's like I apologize to Janet and I apologize to Brittany, but it's like for what? Yeah, you're not saying what you're accountable for. You're just apologising. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I, I send apologies out to them two people and it's like, hold on,
1: those two people are very different people. Mm. What are you apologising for? I think he did mention in there some, uh, something around how he fed into, like, the narrative that the media was creating um, or he didn't stick up for them or I, I don't but know. But even I read what it does it that once. even mean?
0: Because, like, that's the thing. I read it once as well. Like, mm. you saying it back, it's like, I, I did read this. Yeah. But <laughs> it's like, I remember I read it and I just didn't really understand, okay... But, but why are you sorry? And mm-hmm. why do you need to say sorry in this media when we don't know what you're talking about? Because yeah. it's a bit like, for True. me, it's like it's out of the blue. But for him, he's saying sorry because now there's a documentary about Britney coming out. But then yeah. what does Janet... Yeah. Janet Jackson has nothing to do with that. So why is Janet Jackson and Britney's name in the same sentence? Apologise mm-hmm. separately and actually be accountable for what you're apologising about. Yeah.
1: I think he put it all in one because the Super Bowl was the other day, wasn't it? And I think everyone <laughs> calls it like Janet Jackson Appreciation Day or something like that because um, <laughs> the disrespect, like that, that she received, yeah. people trying to uplift her. But um, yeah, it's oh just his 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 apology is just reactive. It's not like he he's been thinking about it for a while and he thought now's the perfect time. It's reactive to everything that's happening, and um, yeah. it's, it's twenty just years. Things that just directly involve him. Yeah. yeah. But then is. again, Janet and Brittany have accepted the apology, but then people can still um think that he's an asshole. Like Yeah. We don't have to accept it. Exactly. And like he's the thing is, he can apologise now but he still reaped the benefits of um this whole situation. He's still yeah. like a millionaire. And it's like Exactly. This is the time. If if you're an ally and stuff, this is the time to open your wallet. This is the time <laughs> to give back. Like, maybe not to Janet and Britney, but to women's organisation women in need to black women do you know what I mean like he's not an apology isn't really good enough when you're a millionaire just sitting there and you know getting your PR team to write something up for you
0: yeah exactly I don't know I don't know about that one I don't know
1: Mm.
0: yeah I just nah I don't know about him I don't like him (laughs) sorry to them man I'm not a fan (laughs) yeah Um anyway. Um but yeah, so other celebrities to drag. Um Sia Sia.
1: She's just she's another annoying one. Well okay. Yeah, fill Um, us in
0: on this Sia situation.
1: Basically she's got a new film out. I don't know if it's new actually. There's just a lot of conversation around it now. It's called Music and um it's it must Have be. Seen, I think
0: it's newish. It must be.
1: Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the film Rain Man? It's no. quite old. It's like in that, from the 80s. It basically um, focuses on two brothers. One is autistic and one isn't autistic. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just a storyline around their like friendship and relationship. But the guy who plays the autistic character isn't autistic in real life. Um, okay. And, just I think since then and probably even before then, there's been a lot of conversations around like why are people who aren't autistic playing those characters yeah. and like because a lot of the time they um reinforce like stereotypes that aren't Yeah. Um they don't apply they to like, all character. autistic people. Yeah, like the same as kind of what like blackface was initially when um yeah. white people would dress up as black people and, you know, play those stereotypical characters. Mm-hmm. Um So Sia has done something similar in 2020 slash (laughs) 2021. She's basically um, created a a film. I think the main character is that girl that's in all of her music videos. I can't remember her name. Yeah,
0: Maddie. Because I I used to watch Dance Moms, yeah. Oh, did you? (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's a time there's a time where i watched dance moms and i literally like i had to stop watching because i was having dreams of people shouting at me all the time so um dance moms has a lot of toxic energy (laughs) with those mothers (laughs) (laughs) so i literally had to stop watching dance moms but maddie is like the star pupil of abby lee basically Mm. like she's always top of the pyramid she was like oh Okay. Like she is she is an amazing um she's an amazing dancer. Mm-hmm. Um but like literally she was like the star pupil. She could do anything, mm-hmm. she would get all top marked, whatever. Um so like she has been in a lot of no, she's been like literally in all of Sia's videos, mm-hmm. basically. Um yeah. yeah, like um as a dancer, lead lead dancer, actress and everything
1: yeah Um, so yeah yeah so um, she played the main character and she um, isn't autistic in real life but she played an autistic character Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of people with autism have said like it's very like regressive and harmful to be you know promoting stereotypes that just don't apply to autistic people I think it was very over the top it was like they were she was like her body language was just strange like it wasn't the body language that reflects mm-hmm. what most autistic people are like. Um, well, as
0: well, if you think defensive. as well,
1: mm. all of it would have been choreographed
0: as well. So mm-hmm. that's another thing that you need to keep in mind. Like True. there's choreo- there's choreographers, that there's going to have been a choreographer for that video who would have choreographed those movements to be in that way in mm-hmm. which like she would have to portray it exactly how they want it to be portrayed. Yeah. Yeah. So um, like even in those you need to think about like there's so many people behind something because this is so dangerous as well because maddie is not she's still a child She <laughs> like, is, yeah. this girl is still a child like do you know how old she is i think did you say like she was 14, 14. or something
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: like this girl is a child yeah mm-hmm. and at the end and okay she's a child she's a child performer who literally like she has to go out and do a job at the end of the day and kill it no matter what and there's going to be choreographers who will tell her to do something and they want it done like that exactly like that mm-hmm. like it's a lot of pressure to put on a child who mm-hmm. is just trying to who's just trying to be like okay you want me to do this but what like yeah okay but what does it mean? Like, why? Yeah. Why do you want? Why do you want me to do it like this? And you know, she has to get into that character as well, and which is a mm-hmm. lot of it's a lot of pressure for a child to be getting yeah. into these roles and these characters. Because didn't you say that you heard that she had a breakdown or yeah, something? Yeah, she had
1: a breakdown because she thought it was offensive and she didn't really want to do everything that the choreographers were telling her to do. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, she she just wasn't comfortable with it and she had a breakdown. See, and that's, that's the so thing, in, like this um like this poor girl who's had
0: to do all of these jobs mm-hmm. so young and literally she just has to get on with it like the way Abby Lee runs her studios is it's yeah <laughs> if any of you guys have watched dance moms like literally the way Abby Lee runs the studio is like it's um what do you call army. it army yeah literally <laughs> like you so have sad. to do it and if you don't like if if they start crying she sends them out she's like don't if you're going to be crying get out don't don't be in my studio if you're going to cry and stuff like that like they literally they're not allowed to be kids they're not allowed to be children <laughs> you know like and even like it <laughs> if they're too serious about school yeah get out you not allowed <laughs> to be that literally that's so wrong <laughs> it's like oh if you're not at the studio and you're doing homework nope get out <laughs> like, we're not about that life you have to get homeschooled oh <laughs> um, that's just crazy <laughs> yeah the the way she runs the studio and so like I can imagine that this girl would have her breakdown mm-hmm. being a child and then she would have had to like snap out of it quickly and yeah. do it you know exactly.
1: poor girl um, but yeah, basically, it's one. Oh, it's been nominated for two Golden Globe awards. And, oh, really? Um, yeah, that's why it's um, people are it's speaking about it so scrutiny. much now. And um, I think, she, like, obviously, C has had a lot of backlash. Like, people have said mm-hmm. there's already a lack of, of representation of people um, like with autism, all all sorts of other things. Like, I can't mm-hmm. articulate it all properly, but I'm sure there's podcasters who you know, or actually autistic who can talk about this a bit more. But um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so, yeah, people are just really upset about it because there's already a lack of representation and um, why would you... I just... For me, I just think, why the hell would you cast like a neurotypical person into a role that they won't be able to play properly? They won't be able to... Mm-hmm. They just won't be able to give as much as what someone from that specific background with that sp- specific experience could give. Like, it makes it's no just sense. like what's crazy about it is that
0: while she had this vision my my fingers are out again my quotation (laughs) fingers are out again while she had this vision to raise awareness of Mm -hmm. autism (laughs) don't you just think it's crazy that all the time they're trying to raise awareness and they don't realize that they're erasing voices while they're doing it
1: yeah
0: yeah like all the time they think, oh yeah, I've got this amazing idea. Yeah, this is what I want to show. This is what I want to give to the world. And it's like, and then you take away these jobs from people who mm-hmm. are actually autistic, people who are actually this, experiencing this.
1: Yeah, and they casted an autistic person for it, I think initially, or they, they wanted mm-hmm. to go with someone who has autism initially, but then they found Maddie and they were like, oh, we'll give her the role instead. <laughs> no, but they're no Maddie. Yeah, like they wouldn't oh, have yeah, found they know her. They know her because she's in all yeah. of she's in all of Sia's videos. But the they thing said is, is that, that the autistic person might not be able to keep up with what Sia's like vision for and for this the is film the is. thing. Like,
0: so instead of working with that person and actually putting um, measures in place where they can yeah. actually work with someone who has um, a condition, work with someone who has a disability. Um, as such instead of actually working with them putting in longer measures as in maybe longer recording time longer practices mm-hmm. all of that instead they thought actually no they're not keeping up with it so we're just going to go back with um with our star girl who <sighs> literally has been run run by a drill sergeant all her like all her <laughs> child life so she can keep up with keep up with the strenuous training mm-hmm. times with the with the quick takes the quick and um we don't need to offer her any patience. Let's do that. And that's the problem in itself as well because that just shows that just shows the issue with the industry. It's like, mm. you guys are just trying to save money wherever you can by recording mm-hmm. these videos so, so quick, you know, yeah. just so you can get it out there so you, you guys can make your millions of money. But like, instead of actually kind of, going with a person who actually has experience with this condition who also has talent and who can also deliver but it just might not be at the same pace as Mm -hmm. what you guys are used to instead you decide to take that job away from them and give it back to and give it back to the same person that you've already that you're already giving your money to anyway that you're already used to giving your money to it's like they're
1: they're undermining autistic people's abilities and they're like they are. infantilizing them like making it seem like they're um children and they can't they're yeah. capable of doing a job even though the role is yeah, for well, a child but it, you yeah know, exactly but, but this is it. the thing
0: it's the thing is though is that the role is f- actually for a child as well however mm-hmm. they they are not even treating children as children and that is another issue with this is that it's come from you're just so used to having someone who you guys can kind of you got, you guys basically can treat <laughs> like rubbish, yeah, basically, because she's she's been trained to be treated like that. Mm-hmm. And when you're not used to it, to try and give an opportunity to someone else that 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 is deserved for them, because that's what mm-hmm. you're raising awareness for, is too slow for you. And then that's how yeah. that's how they've come complicit with. With um, discriminate with discrimination against against them it's so against true. against, they've compl- yeah they've become complicit yeah. with the discrimination against what they even want to be raising awareness for in the first place.
1: It's so true, and like if you think about it as well. Um, Like what we said with the Rochelle incident, who are the producers Mm -hmm. and, like, who are the people that do the lighting and everything else in the background? Who are those people People, and who is going to be earning the most and gaining the most from this? Exactly. People
0: who probably don't even have any kind of relation to what they're erasing. And that's why they don't understand why it's a problem.
1: Yeah. And something else within the film, there's um, I think there's quite a few triggering scenes that... um, yeah, when there like was, was no the flashing warning. lights. And, yeah, yeah. And autistic people, um, like after reading a bit about it, autistic mm-hmm. people have um, sometimes have something called sensory overload, which is like it's when t- stuff becomes, Epilepsy
0: as well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It stuff becomes too overwhelming, and like if, yeah. if this is your audience for the film, why why would you not put a freaking trigger warning at the beginning? Exactly. You no, know, just let people know what what's coming up. It's just but then again, so
0: odd. Let's remember that um, she didn't think about that because that's not her audience for the film, though, is it? (laughs) She's raising awareness (laughs) on something. That's not her audience. And this is the thing. Like, these artists, they need to stop kind of... They need to stop trying to do something which they're thinking, yeah, this is a big thing. This is bigger than me. But then forgetting about the people
1: who you're actually talking about,
0: who you're centering the conversation about. (laughs) exactly this is exactly the same as the Rochelle thing
1: yeah <laughs> is that
0: you, you guys think it's bigger than you and forgetting about the people who are actually centered in the conversation and taking yeah. the opportunity away from them <laughs>
1: so oh it's just they will come lost it's they ridiculous. Just get so lost um, yeah but um Sia's response was basically quite defensive and she said I've been working on this for three years my intentions so. were awesome she she described her intentions as awesome <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Yoy. Wow. <laughs> Certainly not that from, from the okay. reviews we can see. Um, but yeah, people people say as well, like um, any representation is um, better than no representation. No, it's not. In films. Give like, the it's, representation it's really not. To, the,
0: to the people <laughs> who are um who are experiencing it.
1: Yeah, like I'd rather not I'd rather not see Um, Angry, the angry black woman stereotype in every single film. I'd rather just see no black woman. If you're gonna, if you're gonna put stereotypes upon someone, then I'd rather even, I'd rather them not be involved. It's like with them, like the
0: argument with Friends, how there's no black people in it. But then when we Mm. watch Friends, it's like there don't need to be no black people in that madness. You know, (laughs) it it wouldn't run. like we're actually not when we wouldn't fit in in that group setting so it's okay that there's no black Mm. people in their little friendship group because uh, realistically a black person might not fit in their friendship group
1: yeah you know even at that time in like the 90s there there were black sitcoms as well like exactly not so many especially in england um, but yeah but yeah like there's options back then now seems to have got worse
0: well not so much as see I wouldn't so much to say that there were options it was like we were allowed one show and like now we're not we're not even allowed that but (laughs) 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 yeah it's like I think it's like because yeah there was an opportunity to have that studio or or, of such but um Mm. yeah I don't I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, it's just see exactly. That's the thing. It's exactly what you said. Just maybe just don't, just don't, if you, if you guys aren't equipped to show that representation, then just don't show it because it's okay. Yeah. Because it's not you your know, job. It's not your lane. Can, yeah, we can have shows which have people who are equipped to show us like, like, um, like Issa Rae with with um, Insecure you know yeah like exactly exactly and like with Michaela Cole she brought out um her sitcom <laughs> chewing gum and um and I may destroy you like there's like just let the people who are equipped to do it do it instead of just mm-hmm. always putting in your your token light skin <laughs> light skin yeah. on mixed race women <sighs> to, just to show that you've got some a bit of representation like
1: yeah just sometimes it it's just not yeah it links to the white saviour complex where they they mm-hmm. think they can come in like what I was saying with Rochelle save the day and you know help help some people that are in need when like no who did you not, help that's not gonna yeah that's not gonna work yeah like who did see her help
0: with this movie and I'm just tired of this raising awareness thing like what is raising mm-hmm. awareness doing are you gonna put all that money that you made from this video to autistic charities yeah just, is, that, is, that, yeah. is that what your intention is or are you just going to keep your money? I don't because think, of this I fan, think... Because of this awesome vision that you had. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I agree 100% actually. I do agree. But um, I was doing some research as well around the Golden Globes and like the panel mm. who sits on it, who actually, who nominates people, who awards the people. And yeah. um, basically there's 93 members... Um, okay. and they're all of the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, which is like a global okay. association thing, um, and um, the like. You can just probably guess what the demographic is behind it. Like ninety-one white percent men. of the showrunners are white, eighty percent, 90 are men ninety percent
0: 90 are one.
1: white. Yeah, ninety-one percent are white. Okay, yeah. and eighty so, percent of that are men. Yeah, so it's meant to be the global, like <laughs> it's meant to be a foreign press association. But I was looking at the names and like and the countries. There's hardly anyone from any African countries or Asian countries. It's very like European and um like North American. Like that's mm-hmm. that's where a lot of these like press people are from. So obviously there's gonna be a bias there already. And then with like people um, you know, that are autistic, I doubt there's any autistic people on the panel. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. LGBTQ, etc. Yeah. So yeah like it's just like it's just a lack of representation there so there's gonna it's gonna reflect on the movies that they pick as well there's gonna be like exactly it's gonna be what they want Um, they're not (laughs) yeah it's just outdated I find it all very outdated it's just do better (laughs) yeah I find it um, so I find
0: it interesting because Deanna did a bit Deanna did uh, research on the global glo- on the golden globes and um she was like oh golden globes know that they're being called out for being racist <laughs> because yeah. they've gone and put all their nominees they've gone and put all their black nominees first <laughs> yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah they on they the list the yeah.
1: with the pictures and all the pictures that on the, in the front page of black people <laughs> but
0: you know do you know how hilarious that is Like, they were like, okay, let's show them we're not racist by showing the black people that we did nominate and put them right at the front. And then that means, yeah, yeah, we put them at the front. But it's like, how many of these black people are actually going to win these nominations? And as well, like, I'm sorry. So you you showed me what I saw. I saw Hamilton was nominated. Mm -hmm. I saw Viola Davis was nominated. Chadwick Boseman was nominated, which with Chadwick Boseman, like, yeah, give him the nomination, but I also feel like, have you guys just nominated him because he died? And mm-hmm. it's like, as in, not that he doesn't deserve a nomination, but as in, oh, he recently died, so we need to nominate him. You know, like when people mm-hmm. always win these awards when they have recently died?
1: Like Yeah, like Mac Miller was nominated for a Grammy, I think, when yeah. he died. He didn't get it, but he was nominated like the, yeah. the other year. But wasn't there someone else? What
0: was, was it David Bowie?
1: Was he? Did, hmm. did he die recently? Like a few years ago, I think. The one yeah. who has the light, he would have the lightning strike? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he was randomly nominated and won yeah, something. Yeah, he was actually, no. for an album. Because they dropped an yeah. album after he died or something. Yeah. This is what I'm... So Do you weird. you know how
0: mad that is? And it's like, can we not give people their flowers while they're alive? Like, you... you... <laughs> can people can people not enjoy their awards while they're alive and like Literally. have somewhere to put it in their houses and stuff but no you want to give them awards
1: when they're dead and it's
0: just embarrassing it's just like yeah ugh, it is it's so just embarrassing it's just not
1: nice so and we we can put in I was just going to say, we're then putting the black people first. It's just insulting all of our intelligence. Do they think that we're going to see yeah. that and be like, oh, thank God, they've changed. They're great people. They love us. Like, no, I'm not fucking stupid. I can scroll. I can see that you've put all of them I can see there's only
0: one person in each category. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that there's one black face and then followed by five white people. Yeah, <laughs> like, literally. What? I just... Uh and as well the thing is it's like it's not that we only want to see more black people we want to see more more variety like we'd like to see yeah. more Asian people we'd like to see you know just like we just want to see just more just show us a bit mm-hmm. more you know Um yeah, definitely because I'm like yeah for something that's meant to be a worldwide um a worldwide award show yeah. like it's yeah. just a bit yeah yeah we're tired that's um that's- But yeah, onto that. So, um, (laughs) Uh. I may destroy you. So we were talking about how. So I may destroy you. Have hasn't received any nominations for a global for golden global globe. Why do I keep trying (laughs) to say that for a golden globe? Um, I don't know much about golden globes. Yeah. Did I say it right? Yeah,
1: yeah, you did. The category (laughs) that um, everyone was comparing it to was the comedy one with Emily in Paris, but. I, mm-hmm. I think I don't think I, I May Destroy You was a comedy I'd say it's more of I don't know it's, it's a drama, more, it's is a it? drama. it is, is drama it? Um, it's but definitely drama I May Destroy You had funnier moments than Emily in Paris like so if anything it could yeah. be in in the comedy category if that's what the comedy I think that they're going off
0: I don't think it should have been in I don't think if it was in the comedy category I'd be like but that, that, that. it wasn't a comedy Yeah,
1: I feel like exactly.
0: it was just like it was just a really good Kind of lifestyle drama, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that because I don't think people were comparing it as such with the category, but I think people mm-hmm. were more comparing it with Emily in Paris. With I haven't watched it, but as in how terrible Emily in Paris apparently yeah. was. It's but, a mess. <laughs> For for that to be nominated for a Golden Globe, so it's just that like, yeah. to the point where one of the writers of emily in paris can write an article and say i was a writer on emily in paris and i may destroy you deserved a nomination (laughs) (laughs) i think that that says a lot like how can one of the writers of this show of a netflix show actually say yeah this show i can't believe this show got a golden globe nomination because yeah, it's the- kind of terrible. It's kind of crap. Whereas I may, the <laughs> writing crap. of I May Destroy You is fantastic. And I yeah. can't believe we got a nomination and Michaela Cole did not. Like how, how can... <laughs> how can even a writer of the show go and criticise the Golden Globes and be like, just take my nomination away and <laughs> give it to someone who
1: deserves it, please? Like... <laughs> <laughs> that's that's madness. Yeah, the, the writer also said um that I May Destroy is their favourite um T V series that they've ever watched because of all of the topics that it like explores mm. like sexual assault, um, like friendship dynamics when someone is like trigger warning, yeah. um, sexually assaulted and stuff like that like I, I really enjoyed it I thought everything was so great like the lighting the characters the like, script the, the and music how it was done
0: like apparently yeah.
1: So um, so I was talking
0: to I May Destroy You with, like, a work colleague. And she yeah. said that apparently one of her friends um, was watching it backwards by accident. She didn't realise oh. that she was watching it backwards. And apparently, so um, I May Destroy You can be watched backwards as well as forward. And it still makes <laughs> sense. So- <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Like, I might try that. that. I actually yeah. might try it. That
0: is the genius of Michaela Cole's mm-hmm. writing, is that, like watching it backwards it's still as confusing as watching it forwards and mm-hmm. when they they were talking about things yeah and <laughs> they were talking about things and obviously so this girl hasn't watched it all through but she's watched it from the end and yeah. um she's just saying things and then the other girl is talking to her like, yeah, and this happened. And then she's getting confused, like, wait, but how do you know that that's happened when that happens <laughs> at the end? But then they were still managing to have a conversation on the themes of it, even yeah. though they were watching
1: it in different places. <laughs> like, <laughs> do you know how crazy that is? That is madness. Like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. It, and it takes a lot of talent and obviously a lot of time and a lot of skill yeah. of knowledge to be able to like perfect everything like that. And literally, um, and
0: she actually the thing is is that with I May Destroy You it Mm -hmm. actually went through so many different themes Mm -hmm. and like it just kind of like it went through different themes of consent and what that looks like and kind of making us think like okay but what what level of um what's the word like what level of punishment should be given for different types of sexual abuse and different Mm -hmm. types of sexual assault like like we don't realize it but while all of them can come under the category like trigger warning but while all of them can come under the category of rape like we -hmm. we give different hierarchies for different categories yeah and we give different types of like like the gravity of it we Mm -hmm. we place it on different things like some things it's like okay it's not that big of a deal when it's just like yeah but why isn't it that big of a deal and why are we letting Mm -hmm. men get away with this and why and this is the fact that throughout it it shows so many different forms of non-consensual non-consection non-consensual um Mm -hmm. sex it showed different types of forms that actually kind of make you think oh shit like i've been in a position similar yeah, to that or literally it's same like, oh, oh my gosh like but well, that wasn't right when that happened to me like yeah obviously like well obviously in my in my experience i haven't had like anything as um to the um sorry I, I, yeah the sorry here yeah. <laughs> <Can't remember> not <laughs> my word right. today anything to the extreme of of like rape that um, that she went through. However, but they went through so many different types mm-hmm. of non-consensual, non-consensual situations that it was like, it just made you think like, oh my God, like that. Yeah, yeah, like that happens. That's happened to me that I didn't feel comfortable in that sense or mm-hmm. um, I think one of the most interesting parts, sorry that I'm just chatting about no, it because okay. yeah. <laughs> One of the most interesting parts of it was so when um, they were on holiday and um, her friend had a threesome, yeah. And it's mm-hmm. like so I thought one of the most interesting parts was that so she consented to have a threesome with um, with two people, but mm-hmm. she thought that they were all strangers. She thought they they all didn't know each other, and then it and then at the end it came out like when they left the place and she saw them outside and they were like high-fiving and whatever. And then she like, she felt a bit like, like it looks like she felt a bit icky about it. It was like, Oh, but she tried to kind of just ignore it, but she didn't consent to have sex with two people who knew each other. That she consented to have sex with all of them being strangers in that party and and that was the one wild thing that she had done as well and that was Mm -hmm. something that she was in the in the show you see her and it's like that was the one thing that she did that was wild and not yeah it wasn't like she was proud of it but it was just something that she could just be like yeah I've done wild things and yeah and yeah you know and it's just it was just also yeah I don't like there was just so much into it there was a lot. Yeah, it's
1: interesting as well, like what you are saying, the situations that are like icky and they make you think, oh, like that was strange. Yeah. That was, that like, something felt a bit off there. Like Yeah. That, and there could be more to it than just, oh, yeah. there, there could be more. And it was, the, and as well,
0: even with the, with the friendships in there, with how, so with the situation of how she was, she was raped, but she was trying to figure out what happened to her and, at first it was like her friends didn't believe her and whatever. Mm. And then when it kind of came out, actually, okay, this is, this is real. And,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was just that kind of awkward thing. It, like, and how just having a small secret can just like really broke down different friendships because, so mm. to cover up that, the one friend, cause she felt guilty for actually leaving her that time Mm -hmm. not realizing that that would happen which of course there's no way for her to know and Mm -hmm. on her side it was like she she said um, I think I'm mixing up two different parts of the story (laughs) (laughs) well kind of from from the past and how in the past her actions have been it was like okay you like you like to get high and whatever and you like to stay out whereas I Mm -hmm. need to kind of I know my limit and I know when I need to leave and it's like although they would say that she had said to her I need to leave but the other girl obviously was having a trip so she didn't know that was being said from that one situation to when it came to like a similar situation at home where she wanted she wanted to leave and she Mm -hmm. just didn't know if she was just having a bad trip because she Mm -hmm. wanted to, but really it was a bit, the situation was a lot more dangerous. Um, Mm -hmm. It was just that kind of thing where the friend just thought, okay, you're just having your trip and you just want to stay out and you're always doing this. Whereas Mm -hmm. on her part, it was like, you're always leaving me, you know, and it's just that weird misunderstanding to the point where it involved another friend and, the other friend's friendship broke down, like,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: because he was hiding a secret that he was cheating on his girlfriend or something, in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just think, yeah, it's just it's just it's just a lot. There there was a lot in there uh-huh. for
1: how many episodes? Like eight. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't that. There wasn't that many, really. Yeah, like-
0: for for such a short series, a lot a lot happened and a lot went on and it was yeah and it just really i feel like it really explored those kinds of relationships very authentically
1: yeah and it was impactful like so many people watched it so like Mm -hmm. of all genders you know what i mean like everyone was watching it and everyone was understanding and learning and Mm -hmm. um like it it created change and it was like a big cultural moment because people were just talking everyone was talking about it um yeah So it's just a shame that it can't get the awards that something like Emily in Paris would get. When Emily in Paris, I watched probably about three or four episodes just when I was like, I wasn't really doing much. It was just TV that was on in the background. But from what I gathered, it's not really, it shouldn't be a comedy like that i didn't laugh out loud once to be honest and it looks like online not many people laughed out loud once i thought initially i like things like that i like like romance like on Mm -hmm. on screen i like um like stuff that's set in paris i think it's it's always like so beautiful and nice but like this (laughs) i just you're like describing like everything that i
0: could not stand which is why I didn't even go to try and watch Emily in Paris. I was like, what is this oh, rubbish? Nah, I'm good. But anyway, well, carry you on. you didn't miss <laughs> out.
1: You, you really didn't miss out because it was just... It was created by, I think, it, or written or directed something. It it was something maybe produced, I don't know, by the um, people that created Sex in the City. Mm. So I think the expectations were quite high. And maybe this is a reason why it got nominated because... The like networking of the do you people know what I behind mean? it, their friends, yeah. yeah. So um, I think people expected big things, but it was just about a girl who works in fashion who um, was sent to from America to France to um, work with like a company and you know get ideas and stuff like that. But she went over to France and she was kind of acting like she was there to teach them about fashion. So it was very um, she she seemed very Weird. entitled and very. Um, the character wasn't very likeable she was mean to her friends. she was like quite xenophobic Mm. to French people like calling them rude and stuff and not understanding why they don't speak English Um, and then yeah so all of that was rubbish and then on top of that and as well that's like
0: kind of I feel like that's kind of untrue because um, most people yeah. in, in France can speak English like like you know mm. if we go over to France and try to speak to them in French and like if you come into them with, their, with your broken French they'll just reply to you in English because it's just like please yeah. just like please just stop wasting my time you know it's that kind of thing
1: yeah you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true it's you guys true. are trying
0: but not trying yeah. hard enough so let me just I'll just speak back to you in English you know <laughs> but um,
1: yeah she anyway. just wasn't likeable and like her, her like some of her the characters in there that were like ethnic minorities one of them was like a black guy a gay black guy who was like Mm. sassy he played the sassy character they love
0: having the the sassy the sassy gay black guy
1: yeah exactly (laughs) and then another one was like an asian asian girl and she um she made like jokes that i don't think people understood like online people didn't really get it and like french people didn't Mm -hmm. like it french people complained that it was like creating this like false narrative around what French people are like, and um, yeah. yeah, it just didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good, basically, and um, that's why. I, like, I you know the main character Lily Collins. I really like her. Like, she was one of my like unproblematic faves because she just didn't really seem. <laughs> she's in good like romance films. I thought, oh, I like this girl, but now yeah. this. Like the fact that she hasn't, for me, I, I don't think she's spoken out about it. It's just made me uh-huh. think, girl, you're you're now on the list of problematic <laughs> people because, yeah, it just it's not very good. So the fact that that got nominated mm-hmm. and I May Destroy You didn't get nominated it just tells you everything. But I wasn't really shocked. Yeah. Were, you, were you shocked? Well, I haven't
0: watched Emily in Paris. So I was just like, and I don't really know much Mm. about these Golden Globes nominations. I just feel like we, because every year it's like the same discussion. Like why have no black people been nominated? It's the same discussion with Golden Globes, same discussion with the Oscars, same discussion with with the Grammys every single year, Mm. you know? And so it's just like, no, I'm not shocked. (laughs) I'm not. But
1: (laughs) it's like,
0: you know, yeah I'm not shocked because it because it's kind of like oh I didn't realize that um yeah I don't know it's just like it's like you you don't you don't for me when I watch things it's like oh my gosh I watch this and this is fantastic but mm-hmm. me as just a consumer I don't realize like kind of the gravity of not getting these nominations, you know, yeah, and then same. it's like when you when you deep it, it's like actually, how fantastic that was, and how everyone was talking about it, like it's the fact mm-hmm. that, um, so like colleague at work just was like oh have you watched this and I was like oh yeah yeah I've watched it and she proper wanted to have a proper debrief mm-hmm. and wanted to discuss it and was like yeah Michaela Cole she's fantastic oh my gosh like you know and she's um she's an act- she's an actor so like she was very mm-hmm. much into like yeah Michaela Cole she's fantastic she's an idol yeah. everything about her and like she's met her before as well and she's like yeah okay. um, so it's just like she was very much really wanting to like mm-hmm. dig deep and go into it so then it's kind of like Everyone was talking about it. It wasn't just like Black Twitter, you know. (laughs) Exactly. When when things come out and it's like (laughs) it's not just Black Twitter talking about it. It's like oh okay, like there's Mm -hmm. a really wide audience who are watching this and who have seen it and and as well just like how yeah. So it's it's just a shame because especially when it really it really must have resonated with a lot of people. You know what I mean. Mm. And like, yeah, definitely. Sorry, I want to go back to him. Um, sorry, talking about you, <laughs> because like you know, the part where um, uh, the black guy in I May Destroy You, he obviously he had a bad situation with a guy, um, mm-hmm. and then he thought, oh, I'm gonna try dating women. And and then so he was he was dating this girl, who's dating a white girl, and. Mm-hmm she was kind of getting off that he was a black guy and mm. she was dating him. And so there was a part where she said the N-words in a song next to him. And he was like, wait, what? What are you doing? And she's like, oh, it's just a word, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it was funny because he let that slide. Mm. But then then the next time she was being homophobic and clearly like this is behavior that she, that this girl is probably used to doing in front of black people. So, yeah. and like, if we kind of dig deep into um, like black culture, you know, like hom- homophobia, like, unfortunately to say it, homophobia is rife in the black community. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not, let's not even lie about it. Like it is a big mm-hmm. thing. Obviously, you know we're obviously not homophobic however like i'm not going to lie and pretend like homophobia isn't a thing in the black community like let's not pretend Mm -hmm. you know what i mean but it was kind of like so she was and it it seemed like she was so comfortable just being homophobic in front of him obviously him being a gay man he wasn't okay with that Mm -hmm. and like that's obviously where that's where he put his foot down and was just like oh i'm gay and then obviously she was upset because she didn't consent to having sex with a gay man which Mm -hmm. okay it makes sense like she had a right to be upset Mm -hmm. but then he had a right to be upset as well because she was being homophobic but it was just funny how the how he let the racism slide
1: yeah i agree
0: but it the seems, homophobia um, was like obviously I understand why the homophobia was a big thing for him him being a gay mm-hmm. man um, but then it's it just it, it was weird because it showed like something that it's something that we keep talking about like with colorism discussions as such mm-hmm. that are black men just letting racist comments slide when it comes to their white girlfriends like is that a common yeah. thing and from what we perceive it seems like it is
1: yeah. <laughs> you know what I it mean? It does. Like, with, with... It does seem like it's more common than not because mm-hmm. just from speaking to, like, black guys who've dated white girls, they, a lot of them have experienced racism or, like, fetishization, mm-hmm. And fetishization is racism. Like, it links yeah. to racism. Yeah. And, um, I don't think... I, I don't know how many of them would let it slide if... A girl will send an N word around and maybe. I well, it isn't is. it similar to it's what to the, the tweets
0: that we've just seen come out? The thing with um, Digger D calling out um, someone's ex girlfriend, Theo Campbell's ex girlfriend. Yes, yes.
1: This is similar. Yeah. This is
0: like this, this has just recently come out on um, Shadeborough recently, and Digger D's calling out Theo's ex girl, like Theo's ex girlfriend or alleged baby mama or whatever. For yeah, her. Um, she she wrote the n word on a thing in it. No, yeah, she reposted. About men. She reposted a meme page which said mm. the n word in it. But she was complaining. Like basically, it was um, a comment like complaining about black, like yeah. Yeah. about black men. Um, yeah, yeah, complaining about black men basically. And she was just said, yeah, like oh soon, soon I'll come back over to that side or something. Were her comments and <sighs> so digger d was calling her out and telling theo to to check his baby mum or whatever oh my god Um, and it was like a bit of a mini argument and digger d was saying like you man need to stop letting this slide like stop letting this stuff slide you know you know stop letting it is embarrassing and it's just like even from that this that small kind of like little interaction that's just recently happened Mm -hmm. kind of it doesn't confirm it, it doesn't solidify it, but it's just like, well, are you guys just letting it slide when it comes to your white girlfriends? Like, it just, it's, it's seeming like you are, you know? Yeah. And it's just interesting. Yeah.
1: And, like, that also links to the fact that, like, one, black women are always the one doing all of the fighting. Like, they'll, they'll yeah. literally keep going with all of the, every, anything that links, like, for instance, like, I've, I've spoke to, like, white guys before that have been racist and I've just dropped them. Like, I, I don't yeah. I don't I don't continue it. You're not here for some it. Some people <laughs> feel like it, it's cool to continue it. And then another thing, mixed race children, if if one of your parents is racist, like these black guys are letting <laughs> their white girlfriend say stuff, mm-hmm. that's gonna leave the mixed child with bloody identity issues and like literally.
0: Just it's it's too complex. Literally. It is. It's too much. Um but yeah like Please give. I may destroy you. It's things because it was fantastic. <laughs> like, yeah, we've really yeah. gone off on a tangent from just a we quick have. dissection
1: on but I, that series. <laughs> but. I do think though, just just generally with award shows, we've got to realise that like then they weren't ever meant to be diverse anyway. Like they weren't created with yeah, the they intentions weren't of for being us. diverse. They yeah, didn't want us to be us. there. And it's just this is just another symptom of like white supremacy, is something that comes off mm-hmm. of it. Like every every institution, yeah, is exactly, institutionally racist as well as these award shows. So we've just got to like recognize that and like exclusion, like us being excluded from these types of things. Mm-hmm. It's not new. It's not surprising. Um, yeah, but it's just it's a shame that it's um, just tiring. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And um, it's it's. I don't know what I don't know what's going to happen next because we've got our own award shows, but um, yeah, I don't know. They're not really the same, are they? Like we don't they're, we they're don't hold not, them to the same. We don't um, hold them to the status. same regard,
0: not really. But
1: I don't know. Well, I may
0: destroy you. Should definitely be winning awards. Um, mm-hmm. And like, obviously, if I may destroy you was allowed to come out on Netflix. Like, if they wanted to pay Michaela Cole her money and give. the rights you know like maybe it could have been I don't want to say maybe it could have been bigger because a lot of people have been fine with it being on BBC iPlayer and have been yeah doing whatever they can to watch it you know what I mean because of how fantastic it is so yeah like Netflix should have just tried but the thing is like Netflix have not been doing black right black female writers or black not even black female writers, they have not been doing female writers right. Cause I've heard that there's a lot of series that have been canceled that had uh, that were majority female writers. A lot of the series mm-hmm. that have been canceled that aren't coming back for a second season or aren't coming back for further seasons um, were female writers. So, you know, like um, Netflix, we can see you. Yeah. <sighs> like we we know that, you're one of the bit more diverse platforms. We can kind of see that with how your platform is laid out with how your UX and algorithms are working out. However, we see you canceling our shows. We see that there's things that aren't as fair with Mm -hmm. between men and women, you know, like with the whole Dave Chappelle versus Monique, you know, all of that, like we see it. So just start sorting yourself out because I'm sorry, we want to see we want to see more
1: shows by
0: um, female writers. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, yeah. I read this interesting quote by Solange. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind it says: create your own communities, build your own institutions, give your friends awards, award yourself, and um, oh, have I made a typo? I might have made a typo. But and be the gold you want to hold. My G's. <laughs> she tweeted okay. that like after um, Beyonce. Didn't win any like Grammy nominations for. Yeah. Or wasn't awarded. I don't. It wasn't nominated for any. Um. For the Lemonade album, Which is, is so true. Like really, if we look at Hollywood, it's controlled by pedophiles. It's controlled by yep. white supremacists. So mm-hmm. yeah, like we just need to create our own, create our own space. Yeah. And thrive there.
0: Yeah. And I think we need to actually start giving the giving some gravity to these spaces that we're creating, and stop shunning them, mm-hmm. and stop acting like they're not a big deal. Like they they yeah. they are a big deal too. Let us let us have them be a big deal, because that's yeah. you know otherwise that's why we're not you, you know mm-hmm. like let's actually be let's be pleased with our own things too, because we don't yeah. just need um, gratification from the old white men, you know
1: yeah. And this is where, also, Black Square gang, summer yeah. Black Square gang, you need to come out. Like, your, your performative stuff back in the summer is really showing now because mm-hmm. when when this stuff is being called out, how many of you spoke out? Like, Lily Collins, did mm-hmm. you speak out? Like, how many of you said anything about Michaela Cole? I saw um, Lapita posted something, but I literally haven't seen anyone else post anything about yeah. Michaela being snubbed, like, or calling out Emily in Paris. It's like you guys, you, you really, you really aren't
0: like yeah. the
1: allies that you think you are. Literally. And let's just have, let's
0: just have that energy for it. Let's just have, let's just have the energy mm. to be angry about it altogether because I'm sorry, these people are keeping quiet, like it's just, it, you're, it's another form of gaslighting because it's like, you guys yeah. are keeping quiet to make out like we're being crazy
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know so true like, like so
0: true. i may destroy you doesn't deserve to be called out to be able to have awards you know when yeah that's not the truth a lot of people wouldn't be talking if if it wasn't true and you guys staying silent and not wanting to talk stop trying to gaslight us stop it yeah but um yeah anyhow so mm-hmm we want to talk about another series another amazing series um another amazing british series that's come out so mm-hmm. um it's a sin i don't know if you guys have watched it well i think a lot of people have watched it i hope you've watched it like please my parents yeah. have watched it
1: <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> i don't my know parents started you it lot, last
0: night <laughs> How did they yeah yeah so both of my parents watched it like so it was funny because me and my sister went to binge watch it and um, then my mum my mom comes in she goes oh it's a sin I was like what <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> like yeah 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 I've watched it I've watched it but she hasn't she hasn't finished it yet she, she needs to go back but because um, yeah. I know my sister didn't want to binge it but I was braiding her hair so it was kind of like just keep <laughs> and we'd got to we got to the end of episode four wait no mm. got to the end how many episodes are there five five yeah yeah, we got to the end of episode three and it was like, oh, there's only two episodes left. We just need to cry mm. it out and just watch it and firm it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's very... I think it's really... I think it's really refreshing to have a show that is, that is portraying the AIDS pandemic in the UK because I feel like... So true. This yeah, is so
1: true.
0: another thing. Like, It's like with the whole <laughs> British, the British thing where... Brits like to pretend like they are not any kind of phobic, you know, they want to pretend they're not racist. (laughs) They want to pretend like they're not homophobic. They want to pretend (laughs) like they want to pretend like, oh, that stuff that happened in America didn't happen here. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's that whole thing with um, Brits wanting to put everything under the carpet and pretend like it's not happening. Yeah, well, we were they, the creators of all yeah. of this stuff, like. <laughs> Which they, they portrayed very well in It's a Sin as well. Like, um, yeah. well, obviously yeah. we didn't create the AIDS epidemic, but like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? No. It's like, it's this whole thing with, they want to, pre- like wanting to pretend like, oh, that happened in America. That's what it was like mm-hmm. in America. We didn't have anything like that here. And it's like, hold on. There's a whole gay community in the UK yeah. and the AIDS epidemic was happening in the UK people would die a lot of people were dying from this yeah. and it's from lack of information and lack of communication that people were dying and um, mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah. very oh, I thought it was very interesting like you know the theme of um, when sorry what was the main guy's name <laughs> Oh Richie. 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 Okay. So like, you know, when Richie's um agent said to him, Oh, don't go home, don't be taken yeah, home. Oh like mm. the whole theme of boys be t- boys going back home was Disappearing. Yeah. That was just a really that was really upsetting and it was really sad. Like mm-hmm the fact that this was going on and boys had to go back home and they were going back home basically to die in to die in places where they weren't feeling comfortable to die around people that yeah w- they didn't consider as their complete families who to die around people who didn't accept them as they were do you know what i mean and yeah. just how devastating that is like yeah. You know. It's
1: just it, it, it's something that I didn't know. Like I didn't really know much about the AIDS yeah. crisis. I knew that it was a thing, but I didn't realize the age of the people that were dying were like my age, like mid twenties. Well, yeah, and of course. It, it's just like heartbreaking. Like the fact that they had to go home a lot of the time. Like if they did go home to their parents, their parents didn't even know that they were gay. Or yeah, like so they had to first of all explain to their parents that they're gay, and then on top of that say that I've got HIV like it's just crazy I must have taken so much strength and it's just this it's just
0: this lack of yeah it's this lack of knowledge and I think actually watching It's a Sin I understand Mm -hmm. um, I don't want this to sound stupid like I understand the concept of pride like as in why it's called pride because Mm -hmm. watching It's a Sin and seeing Richie how he was actually kind of ashamed that he was gay you know mm. right up until the end he was he was kind of ashamed about it yeah and yeah. like i just understand the concept of like why it's called pride you know like have mm-hmm. like just having pride and just being your authentic self and just not having to hide you know and yeah. just you know yeah. and um cuz obviously it's not yeah I just yeah like just just it's a sin. it's fantastic like that's all I can say it really like it was funny though because I said to my mom I was like oh what what do you think of it she goes I just really like it because they're all very likable people like she was just like they're all very likable characters like you know, so she's just, yeah, she's just enjoying it because she just loved the people. She loved the characters. You you saw how their family and their friendships were kind of growing mm-hmm. and just like, it was just a lovely atmosphere seeing them, seeing how they welcomed people like into yeah. the family and stuff. And yeah, it was just, oh, it was just beautiful to watch really.
1: yeah, I like that as well. Like one of my favourite parts of it was like the friendship and the relationships because obviously- mm-hmm a lot of people when they did say to their parents that they were gay, they got kicked out and then yeah. I'm guessing that's how they all ended up living in one place. Plans or a lot of the served. time people did because yeah, yeah like they, they were basically homeless. So they had to go and yeah. find people that were like them. And um yeah, they ended up all in the same space. Um but yeah, that's that's something that I, I enjoyed about watching the friendships. But then that equally that was the heartbreaking bit about it because it's like friendship groups were just being torn apart across the world yeah. because the, like, of families this.
0: being torn apart. Cause like realistically, yeah. these are their families, you know? Mm. And yeah, so true. Yeah. They, they were just being torn apart and it was like, the actual families of the people who were dying were very much in denial of them of them being gay they were very much in denial of their Mm -hmm. lifestyle they weren't they had shunned them all their lives for now when they're Mm -hmm. dead they're upset and they want to blame the blame the fact that they are gay for the reason of them dying and that's why they want to be upset about Mm -hmm. it so when their families are there attending their funerals basically have put basically went out of their way to basically put together their funerals which the other families then came to take over Mm -hmm. and then just didn't want them there just didn't think they had a right to be there and it's like hold on yeah these people do not understand that these people have been looking after your children all this time Mm. all that time that you've had no contact with them these are the people who have been their families. And oh, I just yeah. I think um what I found interesting, you know, with um Richie's um mother, how mm. when when they came to the hospital, when they found out he was in hospital, yeah, and they came and she was very much in denial and mm-hmm. he and Richie just said to his mum, like plain and simple, Mum I'm gay. Um, and she was in denial about it she was actually what I quite enjoyed seeing was that it showed it showed like a mother being erratic and angry mm-hmm. you know whereas and like the dad kind of almost accepting and kind of being like oh okay okay this is kind of making yeah. sense I'm upset but it's kind of but, the one who was so in so much denial about it was a mother, and I feel like that's something yeah. that they don't always show. And it's just, when uh, so when it, it's something that can that is that can be common as well. It's not always that dads Dad. want to be mm. angry and upset that their boys are gay. Sometimes mothers are, you know. And yeah. I felt like it really showed that, and it showed how you know when. <laughs> there was another mother in the in the kitchen and was basically being like what you didn't know that Richie was gay this whole time she was like I'm sorry he's like she was like he is the gayest of them all like she (laughs) she was like openly like how could you not know that your boy is gay and then basically insinuating her being a bad mother like you have you even looked at your Mm -hmm. son how how do you not know this and you know, and it was this kind of thing, like, it was this weird thing, like, where you kind of question, like, can you blame the mother for not noticing? But then at the same time, it's like, but you kind of can, because, I'm sorry, that was her son, like, he was kind of, you know, like, you've given him a reason to, like, be
1: ashamed. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, I think... I think you can... You can't blame her for not realising that he was gay because, like, you can't guess that someone's gay, can you? Exactly, exactly, yeah. You can't guess that. But, like, I think you can blame her for not creating a comfortable enough environment for him to actually be able to, like, talk about his experience and his his life.
0: Yeah. And I think also it was, like, you can blame her for keeping her eyes closed to everything because there were some things where... I'm sorry, they were hinting. Every time, what was the girl's name? Sorry, Emily. Jill. Jill, Jill. Jill. her name is Jill. Emily. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, I actually thought her name was Emily, you know. No, okay. When Jill, so Jill came over to the house all the time and the mum was very much being like, oh, you're his girlfriend all the time. And it was like, it was funny because she was kind of latching onto the idea of her being his girlfriend. Yeah. It was like, yeah. 'Cause as well, you could tell as well their family were kind of underlying racist. (laughs) You know. So Jill being a a mixed race black woman, um, always coming it was kind of like his parents latched on to him being with Jill, like, okay, it's okay, it's okay, as long as he's got a girlfriend, we don't mind that she's black as long as she's a girlfriend. Like, I'm sorry, the way they kind of latched onto Jill and she kept being like, oh yeah, but you and Richie, you and Richie are together and, Jill kept saying, "No, we're We're really not not together. We're really (laughs) not." And she kept saying, "And but she left it to Richie for when he was ready to tell them himself." Mm -hmm. But she very much kept adamantly saying, "We are not together at all. We we Mm -hmm. are not. Like I'm just here for emotional support, basically. You know." Yeah, and And the um, mum was even
1: mad at the end. I was was. so pissed off when like she was at the beach and she was like, "Oh, Richie." not trigger warning. What do you say when people... Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. When Richie died, she was like, oh, yeah, Richie's dead. And I just thought, Disgusting. are you serious? Like, are Disgusting. you for real? That, that just... Because I thought maybe I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. She's she's a bit emotional right now because her son is dying. But, like, that, that is but, sickening. But, as well, what it is is that we don't know the period of time... Yeah, you know
0: because they literally up and went to the Isle of Wight spend from money. London yeah. so they well they spent Richard's money which I think is fair enough you know mm. they went to spend his money so they could see their family you know like yeah. he would have wanted that what is he and to be honest the agent knew that he wasn't coming back he was another boy mm-hmm. who's gone home He's another yeah. boy who's been taken home, so the agent knew that he wasn't coming back, like um Roscoe was trying to be optimistic, like saying about a rescue mission, but mm-hmm. the agent was like, "I'm not saying go overboard with a rescue because she knew that he wasn't mm-hmm. coming back, you know, which is so sad, yeah. but it's kind of like I feel like the themes with that oh did <laughs> like did his mother kind of kill him by just taking him home? because and he had said him. Yeah. his wishes were he wanted to try chemotherapy yeah mm-hmm. and when the parents came to the hospital and found out that was when he was starting to talk about chemo mm-hmm. and then they took him out of hospital he didn't even get the chance to try you know what i mean yeah. and it's kind of like you coming in at that time not listening to your child at that time was the worst possible time you didn't he was in the best place for what he had Mm -hmm. he was in the best place for um to be treating aids at that time so the fact that you came and took him out of that place that's just a bit like yeah do you know what i mean
1: like yeah, so you could just control it,
0: Yeah, you came in so you could control that situation.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's just oh it's just so it's so devastating.
1: It's so devastating to watch. Yeah, it is. Like there's there was a lot of tears and like you can't imagine mm. being alive at that time and your friends dying, like the amount of trauma that people probably yeah. went through and like they've probably got PTSD from it now, like friends yeah. just dropping like flyers. Like of it's course. it's awful. And I think the government are to blame a lot yeah. as well for the mistreatment of um, Definitely. Like, gay men it was back Margaret then Thatcher because, wasn't it yeah like they, they allowed the media to spread like rumours mm-hmm. about it being the gay plague and like all this misinformation around is it contagious is it not and like I read I read a BBC article and it said that Margaret Thatcher basically didn't want to put any information around there cou- about yeah. how it's being transmitted because she didn't want to promote homosexuality. She didn't want people to like explore <sighs> it and like try it because she, she thought it would spread more but it's just like, It's so disgusting.
0: No. Like, and you know, actually, do you know what's disgusting about this? Because I, cause I watched mm. The Crown, yeah. <laughs> and in The Crown, like I'll be researching <laughs> yeah. like historical events and whatever and they've just done kind of, they just done Princess Diana and they've just done Margaret Thatcher, Margaret Thatcher, Being there yeah and i'm thinking they there was no reference to the aids epidemic at all no reference in the crown and it's just like i know it's to do with the queen and whatever and events are evolving around the queen but i'm sure the queen should have looked at some newspaper being like oh all these, all these, um, all these gay boys are dying. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, there's nothing. Yeah. And it's
1: just,
0: it's just disgusting. I'm
1: just... Especially ugh. as Diana was like going around helping or trying to help yeah. where she could. Like, the Queen yeah, can't she, really ignore that she that was a went thing. to,
0: um, she went to America and she went um, to the hospitals. Yeah, Because they showed exactly. that. They showed her that. And that's another thing with Britain putting it all on America.
1: Yeah, acting like it's an American thing again yeah, and it's happening. Because why did Princess soil? Diana
0: not go to any British hospitals? Yeah. Well, we don't know that. I haven't researched it to see if she did. She might have done, yeah. you know, but like that's the thing. They don't want to... In Britain wants to pretend like they're not associated with this kind of thing. Oh, yeah, it's in America. It's an American disease. It's happening over there. Yeah.
1: You know, uh, I just... Oh. Yeah. But I think yeah. that's quite interesting. Jill, the mixed race girl, she's based yeah. on... Um, a real person the real person is the one who plays her mum in in the series so she she's the one who like basically she had a few friends that like passed away um after Mm -hmm. like contracting hiv and um i'm I'm not sure if the series was based on her or whether she she just had some sort of input but it's just kind of interesting that like um was a real person yeah i think maybe just because jill was
0: very central factor of yeah of the whole series like Mm -hmm. like she was she was the mother who kept the glue together and yeah i thought as well interesting um casting jill as as well as a mixed race woman like Mm -hmm. i also feel like that is really interesting like with how I i was just thinking about this just recently how like maybe being mixed race jill's kind of um where she fit in in society was probably with um with, was probably yeah. with with um the people with the gay with the gay people you know mm-hmm. that's where she fit in with in with society as being yeah. mixed race not being able not really being able to mix with white society as such mm-hmm. not always being able to mix with black society as such because at the end of the day you're mixed race you know maybe yeah. that's where she felt like she fit in.
1: Um, yeah definitely Because like interracial relationships Were seen as like a sin as well um, yeah. So like she's the product of that So And obviously yeah, in the 80s It was more. like so I know with the 80s
0: like my mum Because um, my mum is A light skinned black woman But like it was always like With black people they would ask Oh are you mixed race Before mm-hmm. they would decide if they were going to talk to her and then obviously oh when it's like oh no i'm black then it was like oh yeah yeah yeah. so like yeah you know and it's that kind of thing so like we can't pretend like that wouldn't have been like a thing at the time mm-hmm. you know um the part where you know when they're doing the lying for like mm. um when they're protest protesting so i yeah. just thought yeah what i thought was interesting as well like sorry we're spoiling all of this just so you know <laughs> we'll let you know in the comments anyway um so they were doing a line for protesting about aids and stuff and then all the mm. police came and yeah. i just found it interesting like so basically um the police started picking up and carrying out the people who were lying down Mm -hmm. um and it was just interesting that they had energy to beat up um jill being a mixed race woman and i just i just found it was like okay so you have the energy to beat up a black person um Mm -hmm. and it's like the fact that this black person is sitting with the gays and stuff like that yeah you've got the energy to beat her up and like literally and um, and my sister was like oh is it bad that I only cried at that bit and I was like well no because there's so much that's like we're not really criers at things but we are emotional yeah. about it so so much has built up with watching people die and kind of how their relationships are so much has built up although we haven't like shed tears or such it doesn't mean that we're not emotional but when he yeah. when it got to he was beating up that girl you know and it was just like, why mm-hmm. is he just beating her up? It was like, I can understand why you're just suddenly upset now. It's not that we weren't upset for the other things. It was just because yeah, he just has this energy to be beating up the black girl. literally. Which and he um, picked her out in the crowd yeah. as well. Like he walked through the crowd to get yeah. to her. But um, the reason why I think that is, is because her being a woman, um, they mm-hmm. didn't want to touch anyone who was gay. So anyone who was a man, they True. didn't want to touch them because they had, that had gloves on in case they would get anything so her being a woman that's why they went and beat her up to kind of show them look we're gonna beat someone up and and yeah it's gonna yeah. be this girl so that's why they had the energy and then when Richie came and jumped on his back obviously he he probably just got hit because he jumped on the back because he went to carry on fighting to help her yeah and yeah. um yeah because they didn't want to touch any of the guys there because they're like oh you guys have the virus yeah. so we don't want to touch you you know
1: like yeah, that <laughs> made me cry though
0: that bit. It did, and obviously with um, with them beating them up, exposing blood. Obviously, it was like, yeah, we can't mm-hmm. beat beat them up because we don't want to touch them, kind of thing. So, true,
1: very true. Yeah, um, yeah, but um, I think I was I was doing some research about mm-hmm. HIV, and on the NHS website it says. While there's no cure for HIV, there are very efficient treatments that enable most people with the virus to live long and healthy lives. If you've been exposed to the virus, post-exposure... Um, I can't pronounce it, but it's called PEP, P-E-P, or people yeah. PEP. But I've heard people talk about it before. Mm-hmm. Um, medication may stop you from becoming infected with um, the virus. So there, there's so many things now yeah. in place to prevent like, it from a lot getting of, a lot the way that it was
0: a lot of people are living very um like very substantial lives with with hiv um now Mm -hmm. um now um and as well like so it's not as it was where people are just dying like there are a lot of people who are who are living and they're having Mm -hmm. like very substantial lives um with it um as well if i want to just um Shout out a podcast. Shout out to Twos. They um, obviously they talk a lot about like LGBTQ um, plus issues and stuff like that. Um, they've got oh, a, like yeah, a I lot of they've got a lot of interesting episodes where they do talk about um, prep. They have um, like in some episodes, I'm sure I've heard them talk about HIV, etc. As well. Um, but they've got a lot of interesting episodes. If you guys want to check them out, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, um. <sighs> There was something else. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I wanted oh, to talk wow. about as well. So I wanted to talk about Roscoe, Roscoe's character. Mm. Cause okay. I like that. Um, I like that he's a character in this. And what it is, is that I understand why he's not a central character. Do you know, he is a central character, mm-hmm. but he's not like yeah. the main character of the story and i feel like i'm not going to lie i feel like britain is just about ready to hear about the um, the aids epidemic in the uk mm. i don't think they're quite ready to hear about the racism on top of homophobia do you know what i mean mm.
1: yeah. and
0: i feel like cuz obviously being a black gay man is going to be so much different to being a white gay man you know what i mean mm-hmm. And because obviously, like especially with the AIDS epidemic, I did actually look at a video. I was looking at a series of tweets um, from mm. the Metro. They were mm-hmm. actually saved this time in my thing, but um, yeah, and I just feel like they're. But I, I just, I really liked his character. <laughs> I really enjoyed his character, yeah. just as in um, how he was Stephen Fry (laughs) yeah and then it was just like when Stephen Fry was saying oh I'm not gay then he was just like sorry what (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean you're not gay like what the hell and he had a hard-on for Margaret Thatcher or whatever (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was weird um yeah like (laughs) that this is ridiculous like (laughs) sorry that was actually really funny and then he he peed in the coffee he peed in Margaret Thatcher's coffee yeah that was
1: vile
0: (laughs) (laughs) fair enough yeah good that's what that's what Margaret Thatcher gets for ignoring AIDS isn't it
1: (laughs) yeah I think I kind of liked his character though because I loved his character and I liked I liked the storyline around him because Mm -hmm. even though it wasn't a representation of what it was Specifically, well, what it was probably like for gay black men back then. Yeah, I thought it was nice to see a gay black male character that you don't see too much trauma, like in the storyline. Yeah. It was nice to see that he was carefree and, like, you know, he he enjoyed he enjoyed life. Like he he wasn't letting anything hold him back. Like his family were mm-hmm. just awful, but he his character was like full of joy, and that's but something that is, you don't see a lot.
0: Yeah yeah i did i enjoyed that but i feel like i don't feel like his family i don't feel like his family were awful i feel like how his family how it started yeah with his that we're talking about sending him to nigeria mm. which which i know um has happened in the nigerian community and obviously it's it's, mm. it's dangerous to just sent to nigeria especially especially back in the 80s to be sent to Mm -hmm. nigeria um as a gay man yeah and Mm -hmm. i felt like i really feel like his mum and obviously his aunties like had Mm -hmm. real love for him and obviously his sister because his sister was like here i've got this money for you leave run away yeah um to which he left but the way he left the house he dressed up in drag, in his women's <laughs> clothes, <laughs> went down. Called the what did he call them? And called them bitches or something. Yeah, we <laughs> don't call them bitches. But the way the aunties burst out laughing it's just like no. Yeah. this family have love for him. Like, because the way they burst I don't out think laughing that was love.
1: Though no, I just thought that they, was just like laughing at him, not nah, with him. I felt like
0: the way they were laughing was just like no. If this boy is going anywhere, he's going to go with style. Like I felt like the way they laughed, the way I took it was like. The way they Mm. laughed wasn't like we're laughing at him, like we hate him. I felt like Mm. the way that we're laughing was, I don't know, I don't know if I take that because of how I've grown up, like, um, yeah, like in a black family. Like sometimes you'll Mm. laugh at things and you'll be like, you'll be like, yes, because they they were laughing, they were clapping, like they were applauding him. And I took it as in like, okay, they do have love for him, but there's just not much they can do because, like, being in a Nigerian household being, like, Mm -hmm. very Christian and whatever, like, their beliefs are that you can't be gay. And I felt like all, and as well, them as women as well, it's kind of, like, there wasn't much they could do in this situation. Do you know what I Mm. mean? And, um, like, the mum had to kind of pretend to be appalled and whatever. And, like, that's kind of what I took from it. Like, I just didn't take it all as Mm. kind of, like, resentment and that they hated him. I just took that as, no, like, there wasn't much they could do and they were like if he's gonna go he's gonna go in style and that's what he did and um yeah, but
1: he was only going because they were threatening him
0: no like, he was going because they were going to send him to nigeria that's yeah. what i mean
1: like and yeah he but to go. yeah exactly but like he can't
0: go because obviously they'll kill him but i don't i don't believe that they i don't believe they all wanted to send him to nigeria because the dad went Mm. and fucked off to Nigeria and saw what it was and then he changed his mind about it. Like, that's why I feel like the women in the family, while obviously for them, their beliefs might be that, okay, yeah, you can't be doing that. But I don't Mm. think they they didn't not have love for him. Do you know what I mean? Whereas until the dad went to Nigeria and saw how they were treating people, with, um, with AIDS, with HIV and they were treating the women like that as well. It wasn't just the men. Like, like there were animals and he went there and he saw that and then he was becoming an... He went and was doing research and became like a bit of an activist for it when he came back and then
1: mm-hmm.
0: came yeah. back and spoke to his son about it, you know. And mm-hmm. it was like... And as well, and at the end you see Roscoe, he goes, he does go home You know, he does Mm. he does go home like I don't know if he goes home to live there, but he does go home. And Mm. obviously his mom was there in the background and his dad was there. That's why I just like his mom didn't have any kind of, oh, don't don't come home to me. You know, it wasn't like stay out of this house. And when when he posted money and obviously he'd run away. Like, She was looking, she obviously she knows that the money's from him. Like, that's and like, mm. he wouldn't post money if he didn't think his mum had love for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because he posted the it's money because he, cause he found out his dad had fucked off to Nigeria, you know? Yeah, and oh, it's just so sad that's that, like, kind of these how characters, I
1: take it. yeah, it's sad that these characters will never see him again because it's like that's one series, like, we're not going to get anything else. And yeah. I love them, they're the so sweet.
0: All of every single character in this film is mm. just. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And mm-hmm. it was just so well done. Like, oh, just Colin was just, he was just so lovely. Oh, I love
1: Colin. He was
0: so <laughs> lovely. Like, he was my favorite. Oh, yeah, he was my favorite as well. I was so sad. And you not know the way they did that, like the little kind mm. of, I know it's not, you can't really um STI shame, like kind of shame who spread around yeah the virus. Yeah. yeah um but it was a bit of a who done it with Colin yeah because it was. yeah it showed Colin just being a boy who was kind of like he was a good innocent. guy he he was yeah. innocent he yeah he was he was gay but he didn't but you didn't see him interact with anyone throughout the whole thing right. and yeah. then you kind of see at the end before he's going to die you basically he was first in a homestay um with a family mm-hmm. and um and then you see the woman who was of you see the woman who like um the landlady of the homestay
1: yeah,
0: yeah he was staying coming to the hospital that he was in and she's there saying about my son is no is no gay blah 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 and all of this and then it's mm-hmm. like you put and then you, you see it and you see oh, that must have been how he got HIV. They, you know, you put two and two together and you realise that, mm-hmm. you see that Colin was kind of taken advantage of while he was at that homestay. And it's like, yeah. maybe that's the reason why he just decided to just leave, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that could have been mm-hmm. the reason why he just decided to up and leave because the way that boy was taking advantage of him, you know, and... Yeah. Yeah, it was just, yeah, it was just very it was just very sad his story yeah it was
1: but it, it was, was brilliant really sad. I it was amazing
0: yeah <laughs> it was fantastic <laughs> but it was so sad <laughs> like oh, and as well when because when roscoe even said it even kind of pointed out how you know like when people kind of think Oh, no one's safe, kind of thing, mm-hmm. because Roscoe even said, "Look, I've been the biggest slag, and Colin has <laughs> been an angel. He's done nothing, and yeah, how has he yeah. got it, and I haven't, you know?" And mm-hmm. it it was just like, you know what? It was that kind of mentality. It was like you drew, you just got lucky. It was a kind yeah. of like getting lucky kind of thing. And yeah, and as well, when I just want to touch on when Richie said at towards the end about how um because I was there saying like well has he still been having sex with people kind of thing and Mm -hmm. um and my sister was like no no because he stopped that time when it was with his boyfriend and Mm. I was just like but we we don't know they just might not have shown it and Richie even Mm -hmm. admitted at the end being like yeah I went and had sex with people and I didn't care and it was like his own shame yeah and it's just the fact that like there were so many people who just driven by shame that because Mm -hmm. of how they've grown up because of how they've been made to feel they feel like they've got this virus for a reason like they deserve it Mm. you know and I feel like that's just what was just really upsetting like they they deserve to suffer because yeah they deserve to suffer because you know like the title says it's a sin you know and it's just
1: mm-hmm. oh, it's yeah.
0: devastating they just they did so much with it and yeah and yeah, they just did it so okay. well yeah yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i did want to talk about sorry i really like delved into like <laughs> right. picking apart the whole, the whole thing <laughs> i just wanted to touch on like um so you said that you had people
1: saying that they were uncomfortable with the sex scenes um. Yeah, <laughs> like my uncle. My uncle said it. Um, like he was like, "Oh, I didn't expect it to be so explicit." And I thought, "Well, it's about like people contracting HIV. Like, what do you, what do you think yeah. you're gonna see?" <laughs> but um, yeah, I wasn't with him. Like, I I wasn't with him when he watched yeah. it. Obviously, so I didn't have to watch it. I just him, find like, it scrum. interesting how
0: it's like people question. Things being questioned um, sexually explicit when it's um, gay men having sex, but definitely when when we see a he- heteronormative couples having sex on TV, no one's questioning it. We see it all the time. Maybe yeah. like I'm just like, look, I I didn't mind the sex scenes. I was like, oh, okay, look at them enjoying. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. they're all enjoying, enjoying each other, and it's just like, what I don't understand is why is it that everyone's so. Embarrassed and whatever to see sex scenes with homosexual couples, but then, like, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's in your face when it's a homosexual couple, but when we're always seeing heteronormative couples on adverts on TV on every single film, like, aren't you not bored? Like, ugh, I'm yeah. tired of seeing well, them. I, even,
1: I literally think though, like, even with Bridgerton, people are yeah. uncomfortable with watching those scenes, but it was only because it wasn't your usual TV. Like sex scene, they mm-hmm. actually included like floor play and stuff like. That. And I think it's when men, yeah, that's true. They, when it's something that isn't um, appealing to them, yeah. As in like the women enjoying because you know yeah. Duke didn't get anything, but she, yeah, did yeah, he was just
0: pulling um, out the whole time. That's all. He, that's all he got. <laughs> Coming in the exactly.
1: tissue. <laughs> so that's women. <laughs> That's when people start finding it uncomfortable. Men start finding it uncomfortable, straight men. So, yeah, (laughs) it's interesting.
0: It is interesting. It is interesting. And it's just like, I don't know. Yeah, I was just like, okay. I feel like I'm just tired of hearing it that, oh, yeah. It's just like, oh, I don't want to see that. And it's like, but maybe... Don't watch it then. Yeah, (laughs) skip it, if anything. And it's just like, but, but... I also think like Okay what's the root of the reason Why you don't want to see it Because mm-hmm. the thing is Is that if that was a heteronormative couple Having sex you wouldn't have an issue like mm-hmm. it would just you know yeah like unless you guys are complaining saying oh why does everything have to have sex in it nowadays unless you're complaining about that okay fine go ahead but then mm-hmm. you know don't watch 15s it's not for you you know <laughs> like this is just don't watch anything rated 15 yeah. you know clearly stick you just to want to yeah just stick to stick to the universally friendly stick to a you that's fine you know pg <laughs> push it to a pg that's it but um <laughs> like maybe a 12 but you know 12s are getting a bit risque now aren't they yeah they are
1: <laughs> but
0: um do you know what I mean it's like if you don't want to watch yeah. it don't just don't watch them but it's like if mm-hmm. you don't have that same vim for a heteronormative, a heteronormative show and couples mm-hmm. that are having sex then like I just I don't really know about you because I just I don't think I don't think I felt I don't know, I feel like I felt more uncomfortable with Bridgerton than I did with It's a Sin, you know?
1: Is yeah, that weird? I because of the faces that um, Daphne was putting in. Like, she, like I just not deal with it. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, like, it was just, I think it was just too, like, cringey. Um, yeah. But, like, I, I didn't complain about it because I don't really care. Like, I just, yeah I just looks away. Or I looked and I was like, oh, mm. I, don't, yeah. I don't enjoy this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't mm, yeah I don't know I just feel like I'm just tired of hearing how the excuses of oh yeah well you know I just don't agree with it and it's like okay what don't you Mm. agree with and as well it's just like I don't know I hear a lot of kind of religion being an excuse for why they don't agree with things and I feel like that that argument is just really tiring for me because it's mm-hmm. just that in my opinion I don't believe in a God that's, that's basically telling you to be judgmental of other people's existence mm-hmm. you know what I mean Like, yeah I agree if, and if you want to serve if you want to serve a Bible and a God that is telling you to judge how other people exist and to judge other people's happiness in themselves and their own mm-hmm. kind of self worth I just for me it's just like well I don't really know about I don't really know about that because yeah I'm sorry like what I know is that like thy should thy should love thy neighbor that's what I know Mm -hmm. and you guys people who just want to be hateful because of what other people are doing in their own personal lives what how other people live their lives you know like Mm. I just feel like that's it's just a shame because yeah. I just I just think it's really sad that people want to judge how judge people on things that they can't control like you know.
1: Yeah. I think it's just um like so immature like why do you care what other people get up to? Why mm-hmm. do you care? like about who loves who yeah just like um, why does it sometimes you. mind your business yeah. yeah like
0: is this really paining you i, I don't get it like yeah that's just mm-hmm. my opinion on it so um anyone who was very uncomfortable with seeing sex scenes can you just ask yourself why is it because you don't want to see any sex scenes are you uncomfortable with every single sex scene that you see on telly at all Mm -hmm. like are they just showing too much sex on tv now is that it or are you just uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because it was it wasn't heteronormative sex like is that the only reason why you're uncomfortable um but yeah I think that's just kind of what that was just like the last thing I wanted to touch on because I just Mm -hmm. I don't know it makes me feel uncomfortable when people want to tell me (laughs) that they're uncomfortable with these kind of things. It's like...
1: Yeah, like, what What do you want me to say? Like, like, cool. <laughs> yeah, like...
0: Moving on. What, you want me to be uncomfortable too? Like, I'm not. And it just, it just makes me yeah. uncomfortable when people want to... I don't know. I feel like, for me, it's like, people are always trying to challenge me and trying to see what I'm going to say mm-hmm. about something. And it's like... I, it's like, you already know that I'm not going to agree with you and that's why you're trying to see yeah. what I'm going to say. And I just feel like it's just... I don't know. I think it's it's slightly offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Because why do you want to discuss this with me and not actually discuss it with someone who is having this experience? Why is it me that you want to challenge? And I I just feel like... uh, Not that you should be challenging people. You shouldn't be challenging Mm. people who are going through this um, and who are homosexual. You shouldn't be challenging them. But Mm -hmm. I don't understand why you want to bring that argument to me because it makes me feel uncomfortable because now you're trying to put me in a position where I need to argue for people for people and for an experience that I'm not going through and that's you know like yeah well yeah I'm an ally and I'm happy to speak out about it I will speak out about it but mm-hmm. it's just sometimes it's like I haven't been putting in all the extensive research you know what I mean
1: yeah, yeah. I think sometimes people like to trigger people like to yeah. get their opinions and hear their hear their opinions and stuff, but like you don't have to trigger people when there's the internet like and you can read a book about something exactly. like if you want to know a range of opinions. You don't have to go to people personally that yeah. you know might be uncomfortable with that or might might not want to talk about that. Like exactly. some people just aren't very considerate.
0: Yeah. Um and like, sometimes it just feels like they're trying to trip you up or something can it <laughs> yeah yeah
1: yeah I'll catch you out
0: yeah and it's a slide. but why are you trying to catch me out like just
1: it's yeah. that whole thing about humbling humbling black women like oh, yeah you like you spoke out of line or you that doesn't line up with what you said you mm-hmm. said the other day like some people just like that and they're yeah, just bored they do. and they're just idiots
0: yeah, I've got nothing better to do. But um mm. anyway, I feel like we've touched on everything. Um but yeah, I think I wanna just end this little segment on um yeah, let's let's um protect, protect everyone. Let's protect it's oh, I want to say it's it is LGBTQ plus awareness month. History month. Right? History,
1: yeah. Yeah, so
0: yeah, yeah that was a nice little segment to have in this episode that we can Mm -hmm. kind of call out and i feel like yeah it's a sin was a really good insight in the aids epidemic in the uk and um Mm -hmm. yeah so we can get on to inject it
1: yeah so what are you injecting this week um let me find my little quote um okay simple what's for you won't lower your vibrations that's how you know so what's for you won't make you feel Mm -hmm. like uncomfortable maybe uncomfortable what's for you won't make you dilute yourself basically okay
0: yeah that's nice yeah that is nice (laughs) Yeah. um yeah so mine is actually mine kind of links onto yours actually mine's like be at peace with now so like just be mm. at peace with what you're doing in the moment and kind of what you're doing right now and just you know it's okay be happy we've got this we're alive and just let's just be at peace with that and kind of like take back some of this worry and the anxiousness that we might be feeling let's just try and be peace Mm -hmm. with where we are right now and just kind of yeah Yeah. just less of the worrying and being anxious for what's to come we'll get there Mm yeah that's yeah I like that that's nice but um yeah I think that's us that's it for us this week um -hmm. I hope you guys enjoyed it like and let's just protect all black lives you know mm-hmm. you know like if we want to keep keep it central to like black lives as well but let's protect all black lives let's protect black gay lives let's protect black trans lives you know because black lives matter doesn't matter until all lives all like all black lives matter sorry mm-hmm. <laughs> before you guys misquote yeah. me
1: <laughs> <laughs> and if anyone's listening to this and you've got a racist partner and they keep saying the n-words please <laughs> dump him dump her yeah, dump them get, get rid of them yeah we like let's just
0: just hold let hold them accountable at like least please and tell them that it's not it and if they've got a problem yeah. like oh you didn't complain about it before well just let them know that you're complaining now <laughs> and yeah. it's not it okay <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's it for us. So mm-hmm. I hope you guys have a great
1: week. And yes, great yeah, week. everyone follow enjoy our social media channels.
0: Yeah. Or follow us on inject underscore pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Please tweet us as well. You know, we don't buy. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So I am Alexandra at ALXNDR underscore Nick.
1: I'm at D E A N N N A B L A K E on Instagram. Um, drop me a follow. Drop us a follow. Yeah. But anyway, us a message if you've listened.
0: Yeah. Drop us messages. We'll we'll respond to you.
1: <laughs> but yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And bye.